This is Hannah. This is Rachel. And this is What I Like to Tell People. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Hannah. How was your summer? It was really good. I started a new job, so that was Congratulations. exciting. Thank you. It was not that uh, I just found out just now, but you know. No, she did. She did. <laughs> I didn't tell her all summer. <laughs> Um, yeah, and so I got to do, I started that job at the Phillips uh, Gallery. Wait, no, the Phillips Collection, Rachel, you should say it right. Um, and then I also had an awesome surprise birthday from you, and it was really nice to have that. So I, that was what I've been doing all summer, along with, you know, we got to see each other. What about you? Yeah. Well, I've been busy remodeling my condo, so I've been working on my kitchen. I went to Honduras, as everyone knows, because we posted about it. Or if you don't know, you don't follow us. And <laughs> I yeah, visited family, got to see you. Started interviewing people for season three. So I'm so excited that this is season three of our podcast, which is so hard to believe that we have made it that far. I well, I believed in us. Plus, congratulations to us, season three. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. it. I'm so excited. Yeah, I know. And and we keep meeting new people. Although, however, this episode is a reoccurring person from season one, episode, I think, 17, telling people about therapy. So um, Bobby Meeson, and he is talking about something completely different today. He has, he has started a new, like, venture about, like, being a medium, which you will find out a little bit more, and um, about, he's now calling himself um, Three-Eyed Bob. So, we're very excited. It was a very, you know, and unfortunately, I'll warn everybody, I lost sound, and we didn't know until I went to edit, but I don't talk most of the second half, and I didn't get to tell my story and I feel like it may be the spirits not wanting me to talk because what that I that was our conclusion. Reading. Yeah, I brought well, up my reading. The conclusion was the other day we were talking about that and we were like, I don't think they wanted anyone to hear what you what your reading was. Yeah. So we hope you guys enjoy. Hopefully you contact him. You'll find out how to do that and how to get a reading yourself. Enjoy. Hello, all. We are here with Bobby Meeson and my coworker. He has been on here before, kind of coworker. We don't work that close, but you've heard him before on this show, and he is operating as Three Eye Bob. And today, Rachel and I both had readings. I don't know why I'm talking into my mic because my mic is not currently working. I started. <laughs> I started staring at you for a while. I was like. So out of practice, but this is our first episode back, but um, we both had readings today, and so welcome, Bobby, and do you want to kind of explain what you do and what the readings are about and why you are here? Yes, thank you, Hannah. Um, just to clarify, yes, I am a spiritual medium, um, you know, go by many names. You can call me an intuitive medium, psychic medium, um, all those things. Uh, truly, what I do is... Um, I'm a spiritual person and I connect to spirit on other people's behalf. Um, 
what I do is just receive messages of loving guidance for people so that they can be better informed on how they're feeling, where they're at in their journey. And I do try to connect to loved ones if possible and bring those people through. Um, And I do a little bit of card reading, but pretty much I am a medium who is here providing spiritual services um, to anybody who's interested. And the reason I'm on the podcast is to get the word out and let people know about kind of the the spiritual world um, and what it's like from a practical side and less of a mystical um, spooky side or whatever. So thanks for having me so I can talk about it. How did you, I guess, start getting into the spiritual, you know, with all of it too, I guess? Yeah, it's um, a complicated story, I guess. It's a long time in the making. Um, It's hard to say specifically, but um, over the past year, really, everything has quickly come together. Um, Last summer, in the middle of the pandemic, I definitely had a spiritual experience that reunited me with uh, memories from my childhood. You know, I did drown in a lake, and after that drowning, I started having night terrors and all these things, and, uh, uh, you know, chalked it up to an active imagination as a child, but, you know, moving into adulthood, it definitely seemed that there was more to all of those experiences. Um, so, you know, in college, I took this class. We ended up meeting up with a shaman and did a meditative, a guided meditation for the first time in my life. And even that was very, you know, it felt incredible to me, profound, um, very vivid and real, all the things I did compared to the rest of the class, which was just like, oh yeah, we hung out in silence. And that was one of the first things that cued to me like, oh, maybe there is something more. But um, I had a couple random meditative experiences like that post-college, but very few and far between because I was so wrapped up in uh, practical life. Like, uh, oh, I need to get a job. I need to work to make money to survive and all these things and uh, figure out what my career is, blah, blah. Um, But then the pandemic happened, right? And we're all forced to slow down. Um, I had a spiritual experience where I, again, reconnected with these memories as a child. Everything kind of came full circle. Um, I met with what I now know are spirit guides, you know, spirit guides of mine who have been with me throughout my life, but um, I've always really run away or been scared or haven't understood uh, everything that I thought I was dreaming. And this experience in the pandemic pushed me to learn more. You know, I was like, okay, I have to look into it. I have to go out. Um, I started with a shaman. You know, I worked with a shaman who he led me in the direction of a spiritual a psychic medium you know he was like he, he was the one that connected me with the idea that my childhood experience of drowning could be influential in my ability to sense more than what other people can um, he did say that you know in most indigenous cultures if you have a near death experience like that you will train to become a shaman or a healer, some type of um, spiritual worker. So his he had some limitations, though, and he felt it would be good for me to see a medium just for fun. 
Um, the person he recommended to me was the same person my boss recommended to me way months and months in advance, no relation. So I That's thought, crazy. okay, right. I was like, Why okay, not? I got to do it. Um, you know, and even that first reading that I signed, and that does the thing. I had never had a psychic reading before ever. I've always wanted to, but never had I done it. Um, I always was very skeptical and, um, but I signed up for my first reading and the available day for me was the day after my birthday. So I thought, okay, yes, I must do this. Um, and then having my first reading that time was just eye-opening. You know, it was done in a way that I never would have expected in terms of, um, again, just being very realistically applicable to my life. Um, all the things that the psychic was telling me about was very relevant to me, and it was done in a way that um, was pretty pragmatic and uh, not steeped in shadows and you know smoke and mirrors and all that kind of stuff. Um, and the thing that she really told me was like, she didn't, she couldn't see how it was going to play out, but she said, you're going to do this work. She's like, something is telling me like you are going to do this work. And, um, after that I did take a meditation class with her. Um, but that was the first time I ended up really connecting with loved ones in spirit who have passed on and, it was wild to me, um, super scared and unsure about it all. But since then, I have been practicing uh, meditation regularly, uh, meditation with the intention to connect with spirit. Um, and just this past summer, I decided to start using this connection that I've discovered to help other people. And that's how Three-Eyed Bob came to existence. Perfect. And then you reached out to us to come on, come back on the show. And that was something I was actually nervous about really? because I almost felt, um, because a part of my work is, you know, I don't want to force it on anyone. You know, I'm, I'm only a medium or a conduit for messages to people who are ready to receive them or who are looking mm -hmm. to receive them. So mm -hmm. like one of the things I've learned in my practice is like, if I meet someone and I get some sort of intuitive feeling about them or their life, uh, I shouldn't just tell them about it. <laughs> you know, I should not offer anyone something that they're not asking for. You know, right. if it comes up in conversation, if they ask me for input, then sure, let me give you what I'm thinking about. And the same goes for the spiritual practice, you know, uh, and you know, people come to me because they want to receive messages from spirit. And for me, this felt, uh, it almost went against that, you know, I'm going out to someone else and saying, Hey, uh, can I show you what I do? But, um, it does feel exciting to do this because you know, I've been featured on another podcast, but that is definitely rooted in the, you know, the spiritual circle. So I thought this would be a great opportunity to kind of go beyond that circle um, 
and just talk to other people who may not have ever had a experience spiritually or, um, you know, have never really thought about this in a new way just to, you know, spread the word of what I'm doing and what I can provide. And also, oh, well, I was just going to say, so meeting us prior, you've met us both in person and me, like obviously in person since we work together or in the same office, like had you felt other things during those moments or to kind of persuade you to reaching out or did that have anything to do with it? Or were you still kind of finding yourself, not with the meditation, but like finding yourself to, I don't know, go on this journey? Yeah, I think this, to be honest, this is mostly just, oh, I do know you and I'm comfortable with you. Yeah. You know, um, the last time you had me on this platform, I talked about therapy and my experience with therapy. And I was just talking about how everyone should go see a therapist. And that has really evolved. You know, this is truly an evolution of that episode because um, the spiritual work I do is therapeutic. You know, that's the biggest thing is... um, especially me being a skeptic you know i've always heard psychics and fortune tellers you know people think like oh they're gonna tell me i'm gonna fall in love in may with a man named Derek, and we're gonna go to barbuda for bermuda for our honeymoon well they're taking things out of your wallet (laughs) right and for me i've learned like oh that's nothing of what i do you know the um this isn't about predicting anything. This is about getting in touch with your inner what self I'm and other people too. That's why I, it's kind of funny how it connects with your other episode you had with us because you, it's therapeutic too. And you get to connect with loved ones and also with yourself in a way too, with these readings and talking about it. It's very therapeutic. So I think it's awesome too, because that's what she said, that you were going to be in something like this. And it's kind of funny that you were connected with that in the past too, with therapy. So I kind of full circle. <laughs> it's truly divine timing. You know, I do believe, you know, things happen for a reason or, um, yeah. you know, the universe kind of puts us in track of where we need to be going. And I've learned a lot in the past couple of years, especially with the pandemic about, uh, surrendering you know surrendering my need or my desire to control and finding faith and in the past i always heard you know like oh you need to surrender your power and have faith in god or whatever it is and um you know the part of me that's a little uncomfortable with religion you know pushed that away but i've stepped into that concept in a totally from a totally new approach now it's like oh yes i understand i should surrender and have faith that everything will work out even if it's not having faith in a god or some sort of deity just having faith in myself you know surrendering to myself to the idea that no matter the circumstances no matter what gets thrown at me i am capable you know i'm capable of just figuring it out Um, and that's the you know that's the real practical application of this newfound spiritual uh, lifestyle I have because, you know, the spirituality has definitely increased a lot. You know, I I definitely have filled a spiritual void in my life. Um, But for, you know, depending on the audience, I can go with the, you know, let's talk about our souls and what I think about the universe, et cetera. Or, 
no, I can just keep it to brass tacks. And like, let's just talk about having faith in yourself and knowing that you do have an inner voice, whether that's spirit or just your consciousness, you know? Um, I feel like it just applies to everyone. I don't know why. I always get emotional. Like after like not going into our readings, but for those that are listening that are thinking about doing the readings and I know we can like talk a little more about it, but I will say that I am a firm believer in what you have been doing. And I know there's a lot of like skeptics and this is the first time I've ever had any type of reading and I've always wanted to have a reading and I definitely like put it out there kind of like what I wanted out of this and maybe that's why I kind of heard from the people that I heard from which is like really insane and I just like we literally had I guess now three hours ago uh, or a little more than that and it's still kind of like still hitting me what we've kind of talked about and what we kind of like did and it's kind of surreal but I like I'm excited to see where you go in your journey and your spiritual journey to see like if this is just where you're beginning, what is it going to turn into and like who, like what will, like what and who are you going to like be able to talk to or discover or, you know, like, or I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I keep, I'm just still like reeling in what just happened to me personally. And I hope that others reach out to you and like experience journey with you I I personally loved it too because it was almost like meditation too though and therapeutic so what I loved about it was like you said it's not just with like oh here's the spirits around you it's actually you're with like you're talking you're with you talking this out and talking I don't even know how to describe it it's just a wonderful feeling because you're talking about your feelings technically you're talking about your feelings you're talking about your weaknesses too your strengths and your inner self and then you have your spirits or like your loved ones or whoever you know like talking to you too but you have you that's all I don't know it's just it's a it's beautiful it's beautiful because you're combining therapy almost with all of this so I don't know it's beautiful yeah I mean the thing I have learned about this work is I. Uh, it's all about feeling. Um, I mean, it, and my thing is, uh, I grew up, you know, a sensitive little gay boy and was really trained to understand that that was bad. And I was uh, very much tailored, even if it's just myself or society, but um, to acknowledge or to treat my sensitivity as a bad thing, um, as a weakness. And all of my life, I have really done the most to rationalize things and work with logic and um, try to like tame my emotions or something. And just in the past year, I finally learned that, oh, my sensitivity is my strength. The capacity that I have to feel deeply is what drives my connection with spirit. And spirit is all about emotion and feeling. So I do want to uh, just kind of clarify the readings that we did just in the sense of for the listeners who may not know know what we just did earlier today. Um, So the readings that I do are fairly comprehensive. They're broken into three parts. 
um, pretty much what I do is meditate on your behalf. So I just get quiet and connect with um, myself, with spirit. I ask for your ancestors, your angels, your spirit guides, whatever you got to come forward and um, just share any information that would be beneficial to you at this point of your journey. And where that brings me in the first part is just to, I really just have this like meditative experience where I see a scene or I watch something play out and I write it all down. It's a little story pretty much and uh, mostly symbolic, you know, some thing, some literal points may come up that relate to you, but um, it's a, it's just kind of a symbolic story about whatever's going on in your life. I try not to interpret any of it at all on my own because if I do interpret it, it is through my lens, my perspective, my experiences, and not yours. So unless you are completely lost and you don't know what to think about the um, information that I'm passing on, you know, I do not do the interpretation. I just share the story and then I'm like, okay, what does that mean to you? And that's kind of where the therapeutic aspect comes into play because you're talking, you're telling me all the things that resonated, all the things that made you think about something in your life. And we kind of have a little discussion about that. And then I move into loved ones, loved ones who have passed on in spirit, uh, you know, friends, family, maybe sometimes something more than that. Uh, pets even can come through whatever I try to get some identifiable information that will confirm or validate if that person is truly someone to you you know there are times where it could just be a random person who knows but um, we you know I'll I'll discuss that with you we talk about it you say oh that was this person that was my aunt or that was my uncle whatever we talk about the messages they're trying to bring through. Um, usually reinforcing the uh, first part, and then lastly, I do just pull three tarot cards, and those are just to cherry on top, validate that yes, all the themes that we got are accurate. Um, any little pieces of advice we can get from the cards, we like to have, and that's it. And. It's truly just uh, we talk about your feelings. We talk about what's going on. Um, anytime someone cries, I know that we are doing good. AKA work. Hannah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't cry. <laughs> yeah, I cried. It was very emotional for me. But yeah. Yeah. So like I do you have like a goal where you want to go with this journey or are you just kind of going with it wherever it takes you yes i'm really just going with it um the only goal is to really just live it fully like embrace it finally too because it's like you're busy you're calling i feel like for the longest time and now you're embracing yeah i mean i definitely have a kind of like a worldly goal of being self-employed by the time i'm 35 but even with that sometimes it feels problematic because um I wish I could like I I wish I could do this for free, you know, like I wish I'd never um but I do live in a capitalist society and in yeah. order for me to survive I have to um you know comply with certain practices and I would much rather be making my living 
doing this full time than otherwise. Um, so right now I'm in a place where I'm like, oh, I love that this is not my total, work. my my only means of yeah. like, work or um, survival. And it can just be fun and I'm taking my time with it. Oh. But uh, yeah, I do hope someday that I could just be talking to people all the time. I love to talk. <laughs> so it would be awesome. But yeah, right now it's just to be here, be present, use the tool. You know, this is a tool. And even if I can't do readings for other people, I am connecting uh, for myself. But it's very, very rewarding to share, you know, what on paper looks like a bunch of nonsense <laughs> with someone and have them light up connect and get excited. Too. Like connect the dots in the story too. It's crazy because I got excited too and felt very heard in a way. So confirmed everything yeah. that you were feeling. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So did you yeah. know prior to meeting with us today that like, did you have a strong feeling about things or like you felt like, I know you said like the people that came through for me, they were very strong, but were you like, oh, I know that these are really going to connect or were you kind of like, I don't know, as you were driving over to my place today or? Yeah, I cho- I never know. <laughs> you know, um, every, every time I, this is, and this is a consistent act of faith, you know, like this mm-hmm. is a consistent practice that reminds me to let go of my worry and to, you know, just be sure that it is, you know, everything that I have is something that you need to hear. But, um, no, it's kind of like, um, you know, I don't know, a performer who, no matter how many years they've performed, you know, right before they get on stage, they still get a little nervous. It's, it's very much the same. You know, I, um, I haven't done an official reading for someone in a couple of weeks now. So a part of me thought like, Oh, I'm rusty and this is not going to be the greatest, but I was reminded that no, everything's fine. I don't have to worry. I just really need to surrender and receive all of the stuff that needs to be shared. So, um, it was, it was a lot of fun for me. I, I mean, in terms of, um, actually delivering the messages the meditation part was uh is always fun too uh, it did you know how do you uh do you do then the meditation you go you do it then you um talk to uh say the client or us then yes that's for the most part i mean i do have experience with the live interviews and that is definitely something um in the future i will be going to expos and festivals uh, my first expo is coming up it's the spiritual awakening expo in sterling virginia um that's going to be november 6th and i will be doing you know it'll be live so someone will sit with me and i will just you know for a minute or so collect whatever and then start to spew off um what's happening but for all of my individual appointments. Yeah. Um, it's easier for me to just do everything beforehand. And it, it just allows me to have a deeper meditative experience. Um, you know, when you're, and every medium does it differently, right? So I know that there are mediums out there that are not going to agree with my process and that's okay. 
um you know it's it's truly an art form you know we all are creative people and we're all doing it differently for me um yes i can go in between like the meditation and you right here if we were talking about it live but um i like to go deep i like to you know be able to burn my incense and sit for like an hour if I can, that's the thing, you know, I do put a lot of time into preparing the reading, you know, I, depending on how long the reading is scheduled for, you know, mm-hmm. for you guys, we did a little bit shorter. So um, I did it and meditated maybe like 30 to 45 minutes for each of you, but uh, longer sessions, I, I can meditate for like an hour for someone. Um, what happens if you've never met them then too, and you're doing it like, I guess, like so you never did a video session yet and then you did how does that work I guess it's all the same it it's is. all the same yeah, I was just um, curious how it worked yeah yeah I just I've re- I just need a name you know I just need your first oh. name um and that's the thing because truly you don't want to give me more you know you don't want to give me more than that because uh, just credibility for me I mean if you do book a reading with me I will you know when I send your confirmation email it's pretty much like um, do not give me any more information, you know, like don't give me any more information before we meet. Um, the only thing I recommend you do is think about, you know, think about the questions you have or think about what you want from this experience. And that's it. It's pretty much just me asking you set your intention. Um, so for me, you know, our reading today did prove that, you know, intention setting is legitimate. <laughs> It's really awesome to, like we were saying, um, with the research you do along, you know, and like just taking the time is what I mean and going into it. I think, think it's great because then, um, like we were talking about with uh, this, the session in general is very, I know we already said it, therapeutic, but it's really awesome too because you're actually talking to you and you care and you actually want to share that you your care to us about um, either people or like our thoughts, et cetera, et cetera. And it's really nice because we feel heard. So you're making us feel heard along with our loved ones feel heard too. So it's nice to have you be there. Good. Yeah. I mean, and that's really why I'm doing this. Um, I've been very cautious about, you know, just, I don't know. I guess as part of me, you know, I'm not a good businessman, right? And um, because a part of me is like, I'm not in this for the business thing. And I, I'm i very excited and I want to see more clients because I want to share the experience. So I've been very cautious about, you know, um, advertising myself or, you know, when I talk about it with other people because I don't want people to feel like I'm pushing them or trying to scam them or, you know, I have had a client who, um, you know, this person i never met before and she had mentioned she, he does see a psychic regularly. And she asked me like, um, she did not to toot my own horn, but she did tell me like, Oh, that was the best reading I've ever had. And she asked me like, how often do I recommend her see me? And I said, Oh, I don't know. Probably like once a season at most, you know, like once every couple months, because I just gave, I gave her so much. I gave her so much. And I'm like, that's a lot to chew on. It's a lot to digest. Um, And she told me that 
her psychic was recommending that she see her like every other week. Uh, and that to me, I'm like, oh, that is someone who is just trying to get your money. That's what I was you know? thinking, the money where you actually care, not to be mean to that person, but you care. And like I said, you make it therapeutic. So it's nice to have someone talk to and release those feelings too with someone. And Right. And the other thing is I do recommend a lot of times, you know, when I do work with people, if they do, if something comes up, you know, about trauma they have or something that I do ask, like, are you seeing a therapist? <laughs> and if the answer is no, I kind of recommend like you should probably be seeing a therapist because what even though what I do is therapeutic, right. um, I am not a licensed therapist. You know, there is work that you will do with a regular therapist that will help you do the work that I do. You know, um, the more comfortable you are with sitting with uncomfortable things or um, you know dealing with emotions that are difficult, the more we can really dive into what's going on in your life and also when we're talking about loved ones who've moved on and passed away and are in spirit, a lot of times they're, that's when difficult emotions will come up. And that's when we need to execute those uh, skills that we're learning in therapy. Um, but that's just to say like, you know, yes, I'm nice to talk to you, but uh, you know, the work I do, you're going to see me once and then you'll probably wait a couple months to do it again. Um, that makes sense. It is not a substitute. I guess that's what I'm saying. It is yeah. not a substitute for uh, classical therapy. Rachel, have people been ordering our shirts lately? Yes, they have been. If they've not already ordered a t-shirt, they need to go to our website at www.whatidliketotellpeople.com right now. They can even receive 15% off by using our listener code telling people found in our episode. Now. And if they already have our t-shirt, they should go and post a picture and hashtag what I'd like to tell people. Bobby, what would you like to tell people? What I would like to tell people is that there are always new ways to get to know yourself. One of these ways is through, you know, spiritual connection. Um, even if you are skeptical of psychics or mediums, I do think that there is opportunity to learn from the idea that slowing down being still and connecting with yourself can open the door to great wisdom. You know, it doesn't, you know, you can be spiritual about it and you don't even need to be spiritual about it, but slowing down, connecting with yourself can open the door to receiving great wisdom. And we can all do a little bit better at loving ourselves, having faith in ourselves, and also taking that love that we have for ourselves and applying it to other people. I would like people to know that the more you get to know yourself, the more you love yourself, the more capable you will be of loving the world around you. And the world, despite all of its ugliness, is truly a beautiful place where we have the opportunity to create so many 
new things that would be beneficial to us all if we just surrender our desire for control and embrace the love that is available to us and everyone else. Now, that being said, if you are interested in following me, you can do so at Three-Eyed Bob. So everywhere you can go to Instagram or TikTok primarily and go at Three-Eyed Bob, T-H-R-E-E-E-Y-E-D-B-O-B. You can follow me there. I do post messages every now and then. So anytime I do a meditation for myself, if I receive generic messages, I will post them. I will post them as well to my blog. You can follow my blog, 3eyedbob.com. 3eyedbob.com, you can also find all the information you need to book an appointment with me. There are other resources there that explain what to expect with the reading for me and a little bit more about my story and all of that. So go ahead, check those things out. And that's really it. I am looking forward to connecting with new people, more people. Um, you can send me a question anytime. You can email 3 eyedbob at gmail.com with any of your inquiries. I am here to engage, here to help. And I guess that's that. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I love to do this and I hope to be back. Hannah, what did you think about this episode? Well, as you guys didn't get to hear because it cut out, it's like I really had a great experience for my reading and I do recommend him. I, um, you know, I, I like, I don't know how to explain it, but I was very emotional in a good way. And I'm a skeptic. I was a skeptic going in. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, this actually seems legit. And I even told him, I was like, you know, I'm kind of a skeptic. And you kind of, like, made me less of one. So I, I do think, you know, us having him on the show and, like, recommending him is highly, at least for me, highly recommended. Um, it was really cool how he had his setup. For the reading and then um I just I really enjoyed this because I think this is the first time that we experienced something and then did the interview um like actually you know we've experienced music reading a book and things like that before but this was a true like experience so it was something new and interesting to kind of kick off season three at least for us like we had lunch and we you know what you guys didn't know we like met at my condo and had lunch and had separate readings and it was just like an enjoyable afternoon and then we did the reading uh, or I'm sorry then we did the interview shortly after and it was just a, a neat day and it was cool to kind of be together because we don't really do that that much anymore at least podcast wise so it was um, very enjoyable. That really doesn't tell you what I thought of the actual interview, but the lead up to the interview was really nice. And um, and it was a long, it's a, it's a pretty long episode. It, even after I cut, it would have been even longer, but I cut out a lot because it was me talking and you guys being, mm-hmm, yeah, oh, yeah. And I was no longer talking. So it was really awkward. So I had to cut it out, some of it. Um, as we mentioned in the very beginning. 
But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the rest of season three. But what did you think about this episode? I thought it was really different than obviously all the other episodes we've ever done. And yeah, I mean, I wasn't, I was skeptical, <laughs> skeptical, skeptical at first too. We'll, we'll, we'll interject my voice. Like I'll edit like yeah. where I say skeptical. <laughs> yeah. You could say that from Rachel. And, and, but it, it honestly was just how the whole episode and just interview um, went really was, like I said, different because we haven't been able to get together like we used to with uh, the podcast. So having us do this meeting first and having our own um, readings was really, really cool because you get to actually experience it all in one day but leisurely too. So you weren't stressed. You weren't trying to like set up your computer. You got to just be together and talk about it even before the episode started. So I found it really interesting and yeah, and scary at the same time since a lot of it was um, spot on. Yeah, my reading was spot on and I might have not got as emotional, but I definitely gave me a lot to think about and still actually giving me a lot to think about to this day. And I can't wait to set up another reading with him. And he says to do two to three months or so. So hopefully around then. But honestly, you should check out Three-Eyed Bob because it's really, he's really wonderful. And I felt very safe too. It, it was a great, it's a, it was a great episode. Thanks for You don't normally feel safe? I don't ever feel safe. <laughs> I don't know what the safety part meant, but whatever. Were you nervous that you were not going to feel safe? I meant like safe zone, aka like what was like nice safe to was, talk about things. You, you, yeah, like, it was felt like it was an open. <laughs> yeah. It was an open space, exactly like how it didn't feel like oh here take my money or here take you know like be a bullshitter. It was an actual space to feel safe. Well, we got it for free. We got a taste for free, yeah. so there was no like I know, but I meant in general that. I meant in general, though, it's just nice because you felt like you could talk about, obviously, your feelings, right? And you had this person. Yeah. Right. And Bobby is definitely a person where you can kind of open up to. And he doesn't make you, you know, I was like crying, but he didn't make me feel bad for, for that. And I could tell him, you know, my interpretation of what he was saying. Yeah. And that's, um, and that's one thing. Yeah, and he he mentions it's like what you interpret what he's saying to you. He doesn't necessarily, you know, give you like this is what I believe I'm seeing or this is what it's like. This is what I saw. Like, what do you? He doesn't lead you. Is like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lead you into the wrong spot. We are very excited for episode two with Kinship Goods. Dan, who is one of the founders, he will be on. And it was a really great interview and getting to learn Kinship Goods because they are a West Virginia business and in Charleston. And I've just been a fan of their product. So we hope you tune in next week. I also want to wish my almost best friend Morgan a happy birthday. Her birthday is on October 11th. So if you, I know that she listens, so hopefully she hears this. And then if you see her or at least message her on her birthday. 
Happy birthday, Morgan. So we will see you next week. What I'd like to tell people is an independent podcast recorded and edited by us, Rachel and Hannah. Our theme song is written and recorded by Sean Price. Please like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to our show so you can receive the latest episode. Also, rate and review our episodes so we can receive more listeners. Go to our website, www.whatidliketotellpeople.com. Find the link and more information in the episode notes. Until next week. And this was What I'd Like to Tell People.